Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. Benji Kelly and New Hope Church. We are thrilled you have joined us for this week's podcast. Today we are privileged to have a guest speaker. May God bless you as you enjoy this week's message. New Hope Nation, y'all make some noise today. Come on, somebody ought to bless the Lord today. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're so glad to be in the house of the Lord. How many of y'all are glad to be here today? Amen. Look at the person beside you and say, hey, I'm glad you're sitting beside me in church. We could be sitting in some other places, but I'm glad you're sitting beside me in church. Amen. Listen, we're so glad to have all of you here. We thank God for everybody that's in the place. Y'all look good from up here. Maybe we get closer. Maybe I won't be able to tell. No. Guys look good from up here. We definitely want to welcome all of you today. Uh, we welcome everybody in Garner campus. My brother, Pastor Derek, we praise God for you uh, online. If you're watching via television, iCampus, however you're connected to the New Hope Church, we thank God for you today. Uh, we're so glad. How many of y'all have been enjoying this rhythm series? All right. Rhythm. Amen. How many of y'all were nervous when you saw rhythm? You're like, rhythm? What? Rhythm. Okay. We're about to do a music class. Rhythm. Well, I'm so glad to share with you today. I believe that God's going to share a great word. Let's do this before I move on. Let's just give honor uh, and glory to God for our lead pastor, Pastor Benji Kelly. Come on, let's bless the Lord for him. I'm so glad. How many of y'all are glad he's coming back? Amen. Oh, man. I miss his little South Carolina accent, his good word, man. I love that guy. Pastor Benji, if you're watching, we can't wait for you to get back. Looking forward to you and the family, Amy Lynn. So you guys, make sure you lift them up in prayer. We're believing that God's been doing some amazing things in their lives. Amen. If you're ready for the word, say sweet potato pie. Cool, I'm in the right place. Let's go to Luke chapter number 10. Luke chapter number 10, starting at verse 38. We're going to look at a little scripture here, a little word. Luke chapter number 10, starting at verse 38. Amen. I'm going to pray here in a moment and just prepare to hear from the Lord today. Hopefully you've been praying that God will speak to your life uh, today. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. All I need is you. Yes, Lord. All I need is you, Lord. Is you, Lord? All I need is you. All I need is you, Lord. Is you, Lord? All I need is you. Every day, all I need is you, Lord. You is you. That's all I need, God. Every day, you, Lord. You, Lord. Old school would say, I need thee, oh. I need thee. Hallelujah. Yes, God. 
every hour. God, I need thee. Lord, I need you. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. Savior, I, I come to, to Thee. Why? Because all I need is You. Lord, speak to us today. All we need is you, Lord, is you, Lord. All I want is you, God. Every day, all I want is you, Lord, you, Lord. All I need is you. Heavenly Father, all we need is you, Lord. Lord, in the midst of desires for so many things, we understand that every good and perfect gift comes from you. Lord, we need you right now. We need you to speak to our lives, Lord. We need you to talk to us today, God. Father God, I pray now that you would purge your manservant now like never before. Lord, speak with my mouth and think with my mind. As always, God, I, I pray that you would make me as this microphone that I would simply magnify the things that you have said unto me. God, I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice as they hear these words. Lord, let it penetrate their hearts, God. Not just that we will be hearers of the word, but God, more important, that we'll be doers. Lord, help us to make this word live in our lives. Lord, we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen. Amen. If you just need God, come on, bless the Lord right now. Hallelujah. I'm just so, you know, I, I, I want to preach, but, I, you know, I'm just thankful to be in relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I was having this conversation. This is not part of my sermon, but I got to tell somebody. Since you're here, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I was talking to my wife the other day. She called me from work. She says, you know, babe, I'm struggling. I said, well, what's wrong? She says, I don't know what I want to go eat for, for lunch today. I said, what? I can't decide where, what I want to eat. Anybody ever had that tough decision? You're trying to figure out what... It's a tough decision for me. I really stress out about what I'm going to eat. And I was telling my wife, I was like, well, babe, just, just pick somewhere to go, and wherever you want to go, the other place, just go there tomorrow. And I went home, and I sat down, and I was thinking like, you know, Lord, I haven't always had the choice of where I was going to go eat. Sometimes it was a question if I was going to eat. Y'all missed it. <laughs> I thank God that he blesses me every single day. And I'm so thankful to be in relationship with Jesus Christ. Anybody else glad to be in relationship with Jesus Christ? Oh, man. That's good stuff. Rhythm, 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 right? Rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. Let me get to it. Rhythm. Let's, let's read this scripture real quickly. Rhythm. Uh, 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 today I want to talk about in rhythm. Luke chapter uh, number 10, starting at verse number 30. You're going to read this little story about uh, uh, Jesus and, and, and some young ladies. Verse 38 says this. And Jesus and his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked. She had a sister named uh, Mary. She said, listen, Martha. He said, what? 
should I be doing? He said, listen, what can Mary be doing for us? Verse 41 says, Martha, Martha. This is what Jesus said back to, to uh, Martha. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Jesus is here visiting Martha. Martha is there for Mary. Jesus walks in. Mary drops all the other things. Martha keeps washing the dishes. She keeps cooking the food. Mary goes, sits at the feet of Jesus. All right? I want to talk about this story and talk about being in rhythm. Being in rhythm, in rhythm. Now, it's a lot that's happened since the last time I've been here. Uh, uh, last time I was here, uh, I spoke on uh, a certain somebody by the name of Nehemiah, right? Y'all remember Nehemiah? We talked about unlikely heroes, all right? Y'all remember the Superman? Y'all remember? Were y'all here? Okay, I didn't know. I thought you guys might have all been new members or all visitors. I didn't know. So, so, or I really, I did really bad that day. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, you know, since then, the Olympics has, has come and gone, right? How many of y'all enjoy the Olympics? Olympics, awesome, right? Ah, oh, man, the Olympics. I'm, I'm like super patriotic during the Olympics. I like, I'm always considering going to get one of those American flags, and I, I don't ever want to be that guy, but I might be that guy with a flag on the side of my house. Like, I'm really excited about being American during the Olympics. I'm always excited, but I'm even more excited when we're winning, right? I love to be on a winning team, right? <laughs> but, you know, uh, the Olympics, you know, they are, for me, I have mixed emotions about the Olympics because I'm one of those guys that when I watch the Olympics, there are certain things that I watch and I say this, I can do that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, don't judge me, don't judge me. I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I could have did that, you know, if I had just stuck with it, you know, I could have. You know, my mama, she took me out of that class, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't finish. But I, I could have went to the Olympics. Because some stuff, you know, you look at it like, did he win a gold medal for jumping on a trampoline? <laughs> he won a gold medal for speed walking. <laughs> Was he not fast enough to run the 100 meters that created another sport for him to, like... That's, I mean, I love the, I mean, no, I'm not knocking anybody that speed walks, you know, I, I don't do it, but you know, I'm like, wow. But a part of me says, I can do that. So then after I go from that emotion, then I go to this, to, you know, to the, to the bitter part of my emotions. And I start thinking, man, I've not done anything with my life. I don't have, anybody ever felt like, man, if I had just stuck with it, I could have been a gymnast, I could have played volleyball, that could have, okay, thank you back there, sister, you know, you feel, just feel, you feeling me right here. I'm just like, man, what have I done? These people are 14, 15, 16, two gold medals. <laughs> Michael Phelps is about to retire. He's like 23, 20-something, I'm 28, and I got no gold medals, nothing, nothing to show for it. I got a few gold stars, like when I was in first grade. I'm, I'm proud of my gold stars. I'm not ashamed. I didn't get a lot of them, but I got a few. I was Mr. Perfect Attendance, yes, Lord. But sometimes, you know, I just like, man, what have, what have I been doing? I wish they had some, like, some gold medals for some regular things, like who can drink a 20-ounce Mountain Dew and under, I mean, like, who drinks that the fastest? Or, you know, something like, how many channels can you turn in 60 seconds? I would win that. I could get me a gold medal if they had some real, real sports. 
But the Olympics is, is really awesome. I enjoy watching it. But, but throughout the entire Olympics, I heard, I heard a word that just really jumped out at me, and that word just so happened to be rhythm. I heard how these announcers and these critics were talking about how these athletes and these Olympians had to maintain rhythm. Throughout the, uh, the course of the week, they, they didn't want to take too much time on and too much time off because it could mess up their, their rhythm. And they talked about the importance and the value of having rhythm. And then, then you even look at some of the sports that were like team sports, and you looked at the volleyball or anything like that, and they, they would call a timeout. If the team was losing and the team that was winning, they, you know, the team that was losing would call a timeout so the team that was winning would break their rhythm. Y'all, y'all, ever, y'all ever seen anything like that? You watch basketball like me, and the coach will call timeout when they don't score 10 points, and a row Coach Roy does it all the time. I'm like, Coach Roy, call a timeout. They're in rhythm. They got momentum. You know, it's similar because, you know, in life, rhythm is important. Rhythm for those Olympians was so important for their success. They were in the groove. They were, they were feeling it. They were, they were working uh, uh, seamlessly, you know, just working really well together, but that was because of the rhythm. And in life, we got to be careful not to lose our rhythm. The truth of the matter is that the enemy will try to come in, try to distract you, so that you will lose your rhythm. And today, I want to talk about rhythm and how we, how we get in rhythm. Are y'all with me? I want to talk about how do you get in rhythm. Now, now there is a distinct difference between having rhythm and having a rhythm. I said there's a distinct difference between having rhythm and having a rhythm. How many of y'all say, I, I just don't have rhythm, Pastor Ryan? I need, I need rhythm. It's okay. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. We want to not just have a rhythm, but we want to be in rhythm with Jesus Christ. Are y'all with me? See, the first thing I want us to find out, number one, is that rhythm is all around us. Rhythm is all around us. We find Mary and Martha, they're ready to receive Jesus to come over to the house, to hang out, to break bread, you know, to watch, you know, whatever, uh, X Factor, whatever they were going to watch at that time. I don't know what they were watching, um, but they were going to hang out for whatever reason. And they were getting prepared to have Jesus over. When you have company over, what do you do? You clean up, right? Or maybe, maybe that's just my house. I don't know. Y'all house is always clean. I imagine so. Uh, uh, but they were trying to get stuff together. They were preparing some food. Jesus comes over, and, and as soon as he gets there, Mary, Mary stops and sits at his feet. But there was still rhythm and things going on around her. See, I, I want us to first realize and be willing to admit that there's rhythm all around us. You have a rhythm. The world has a rhythm. We, the world uh, rotates and revolves around the sun on a rhythm. We have seasons. That's a rhythm. Y'all with me? Night and day come as a rhythm. Your job, your career has a rhythm. You know when your boss comes in. You know the days he's going to be late. You know the days, what time he leaves for lunch. He knows the rhythm. Somebody say amen. amen. You can be honest. It's all right. Rhythm. Your favorite restaurant has a rhythm. Walmart has a rhythm. Y'all don't believe me? What, how do you know uh, Walmart has a ry- rhythm? Because you know there's a good time to go to Walmart and there's a bad time to go to Walmart. 
When don't you go to Walmart? You don't go to Walmart after 10 o'clock. Why? Because you're never going to get out of there. Why? Because they only have two lanes that are open at Walmart. We got a thousand people in here at Walmart. Why do you only have two lanes open? It's 40 registers. Two of them are open. One of them is a 20 items or less line. And y'all know, hey, listen, New Hope Nation, don't be that person that has 30 items in the 20 item or less line. Let me tell you, I'm looking for you. And I'm going to call you out. Hey, excuse me, ma'am. No, she doesn't have. No, no. That's 32 items. I counted it. Please be in order. <laughs> but, but listen, they have a rhythm. You have a rhythm. The way you get up every morning, you go to work, you come home, you pick up your kids, you do what you do, you cook your dinner, you go back to bed, you do it again. You have a rhythm, right? You have rhythm. It's all around us. Our children are about to go back to school if they have not already. My son's about to go back to school this week. And my rhythm is about to change. I've enjoyed him being at home because I didn't have to get up as early and take him all the way to school, stop and get him breakfast. But now my rhythm is about to change. My wife, she's pregnant. She's five months pregnant. I'm preparing in my mind that when that little boy get here, my rhythm is going to change. Matter of fact, that little joker already changing my rhythm. Every time my wife get up, guess who else get up? I get up. He's not even here yet. He's already changing my rhythm. But we have rhythm all around us. But the challenge is, is how do I make sure that the rhythm around me is not the rhythm that leads me? How do I ensure that the rhythm of the world around me isn't the same rhythm that determines every single thing I do every single day? How do I make sure that the rhythm around me, the rhythm on my job, the rhythm in my family, the rhythm in my career, the rhythm in my community does not come above Jesus Christ's rhythm for my life? See, that's how, that's, this is how we have to get in rhythm. We all have a rhythm, but the question is, are you in rhythm with Christ? Are you in rhythm with the things that he's saying and doing? Are you in rhythm with the things that he desires are you in rhythm with forgiveness? Are you in rhythm with peace? Are you in rhythm with joy? Are you in rhythm with the spirit of overcoming? Are you in rhythm with patience? Are you in rhythm with prayer? Are you in rhythm with your study of your word? Are you in rhythm with fellowship with unbelievers and fellowship with believers? Are you in rhythm with evangelism? Are you in rhythm? We all have a rhythm, but the question is, are you in rhythm? Are y'all with me? It's, it's so important that no matter what happens in our life, that we take time to get into rhythm with Christ. Every single day, what do I need to do to get in the rhythm with Christ? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So first thing is, one, what? Rhythm is all around us, everywhere we go, all right? Everywhere we go, rhythm all around us. So how do we get in a rhythm? I'm going to do a little exercise with you. I hope, I hope it doesn't expose you to being a person that doesn't have rhythm. All right? So listen, I'm going to clap. How I clap, when I'm done, you clap. All right? Say amen if you're with me. All right, okay. That's, that's what I need. I need to hear amen or something, a wave, a nod or anything. Let me know you're with me. All right, are you ready? 
Put your Bibles down. It's okay. No one's going to steal your Bible. All right, well, I don't know if it's an iPad or I mean, I don't know. It might, hopefully not in here. Amen. You ready? Yeah. That kind of sounded like an applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, great. Some of y'all did good. Some of you, you know, it's a ministry you need to work on. It's okay. Clapping is a difficult thing from time to time. What was the first thing you had to do to be able to do that exercise? Listen. Point number two. If we're going to be in rhythm, we have to learn to listen for the rhythm. Listen for the rhythm. See, the question I want to know is, are you listening? What, what, what? <laughs> Evidently, I'm not the only one asking that question. Are you? Yes, Lord, we listen. I'll stop, Lord. Are you listening? Okay, <laughs> when I double check that one. Are you listening? Listening for the rhythm, listening for what God is saying. Before you can be in rhythm, you first have to hear, you have to see, you have to understand what, God, what are you saying? Many times we go to God and we have so much to say instead of trying to hear what he said or what he's saying. The Bible says that Mary, when Jesus showed up, she put down everything that she was doing to go sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to the words that he said. I can be honest, sometimes, most of the time when I pray, I have the long list of things I want God to do. But God said, if you're going to be in rhythm with me, when are you going to listen? How many of y'all ever been in a conversation with somebody and say, would you just please listen? Have you ever said, no, 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 you're not listening? I'm the only one that talks like that? Okay. Okay, it's okay. Just, just pray for my wife then, if, that, if that's the case. <laughs> Listen, God is trying to speak to us, but the question is, are we listening? God is trying to guide and direct us, but the question is, have we taken time to, to quiet our voices long enough to listen? See, I think it's so important that, that we must listen to Christ because if we're going to be in rhythm, much like you guys were able to repeat what I did, when you are in rhythm with Christ, when you have rhythm, when you're in rhythm with Christ, you can repeat and reflect Jesus Christ. You can be a reflection of Christ. It's important that, that if we, we're going to be believers, we have to understand how important it is to listen. I got a quote. I hope you can write it down. It says, uh, we cannot repeat what we don't record, and we cannot record what we don't receive. We cannot repeat what we don't record, and we cannot record what we don't receive. When I clapped, you received the rhythm. Then you recorded it. And after you recorded it in your mind, you are able to repeat it. 
See, the question is, what has God been trying to, to send your way that you haven't been receiving? What is God trying, trying to send your way that you haven't been able to record or repeat? We have to figure out how do we receive, record. We got to learn to listen. See, if we are going to represent Christ, we should represent Christ. Y'all with me? See, if we're believers, we ought to be able to represent him. We're representatives of the kingdom. We ought to be able to say, Lord, my life, the way I walk, the rhythm, the pace, the, the, the drumbeat that I march to, it should represent you. It should represent you to the kingdom. It should represent you to my community. It should represent you to the world around me. I should be able to represent compassion. I should be able to represent joy. I should be able to represent love. But the only way that happens is if I first take time to lower my voice, quiet myself long enough to say, Lord, what are you saying? I'm ready to listen. Mary does not go to Jesus with a lecture. She goes ready to listen. I want to know today, are you ready to listen or are you too busy to listen to Christ? Are you too busy to focus on him? Are you too busy to find out what he has to say? Number three, elimination enhances concentration. If when you all uh, 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 were ready to listen to the rhythm, I asked you to put some stuff down. You had to cut out every other noise so you could what? Focus and hear and concentrate on what you were listening to. See, I believe some of us have to learn how to, how to go through this process of elimination. You know, I love artists, and I really love uh, our sculptors who, you know, they, they chisel away at stone. I really think that's amazing because they are one of the few artists that, that take uh, 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 a raw product, and instead of adding to their product to make their masterpiece, they take away from their product to make their masterpiece. Are y'all with me? What am I saying? To create definition, they chisel a little bit away. To, to, to create something that's beautiful, they chisel a little bit away. To, to, to create their masterpiece, they chisel a little bit away. What, what do you need to chisel away? What habit do you need to chisel away? What responsibility do you need to chisel away? What, what person do you need to chisel away? What hobby do you need to chisel away? Because I believe once we begin to take time and say, Lord, what, what do I need to chisel away? What do I need to eliminate so I can display, watch this, the image of you, that my family can see you, my children can see you, my wife can see you, my husband can see you, my employees can see you, my employer can see you, the person that just cut me off on the highway, they still can see you. It requires me to listen, but it also requires me to chisel away. Let some things go. Let some people go. Why? Because I want to look like Jesus. I want to walk like Jesus. I want to be in rhythm. I want to be in rhythm with Christ. A sculptor creates his masterpiece not by what he adds, but by what he removes. The Bible says here that Mary she gave up. Martha was complaining because everybody else was working except Mary. Mary says, I had to eliminate some stuff. Why? So I can hear from God. 
Lastly here, we're, we're done. The fourth thing you got to do is you got to pursue the present. Pursue now. Pursue this very moment. Pursue this time. Yeah, Mary, she, she realized that Jesus was finally here, and she said, listen, he's here. He's in my presence. He's present I got to eliminate. I want to sit at his feet and listen. I won't miss this moment. I say this all the time that, that it's called yesterday and tomorrow are always today's worst enemy. Yesterday and tomorrow are always today's worst enemy. Why? Because sometimes today you're worried about the mistake you made yesterday or even the success you had yesterday or you're trying to prepare or you're worried about tomorrow. And when you spend your time worrying about tomorrow or you spend your time worrying about yesterday, you've forgotten about today. Many of us wake up in the morning planning, what am I going to do tomorrow? Matter of fact, some of you all are sitting in here right now and you're saying, man, I wonder where I'm going to eat when I get out of church. <laughs> Why? Because we're looking for the next moment. We're regretting the last but we're forgetting right now. What if God is trying to speak to you about now, not about next year, not about when you get it together, not about it when, they, when, when your relationship gets better. He's trying to talk to you now. But the question is, are you listening? Are you pursuing right now? Isaiah 55 and 6 says, seek the Lord while he may be found and call on him while he is near. Are you calling on him now? Are you seeking his face while he's near? Here it is that many of us, even now we've been sitting here and hearing that metronome in the background. And you're thinking, what is that? The sound ministry is missing, but here it is that God has been trying to speak to us just like that, and we're saying the same thing. What is that? Who, who is that? And God said, I've been here this whole time trying to get your attention, trying to get you in rhythm, trying to get you focused, trying to help you get your life back together, trying to get you some joy back trying to give you some direction, trying to give you some hope. But you've had your own rhythm, and, and this became distracting. But you have to shh, quiet yourself and listen. Do you take time every day to quiet yourself and listen? Or are you too busy for Jesus? Do you have too many dishes to wash? Do you have too many things, too many projects that you're working on? Do you have too many kids you got to pick up and take care of? Are you too busy for Jesus? The truth of the matter is, if it wasn't for Jesus' uh, rhythmic, consistent love and grace and mercy for you, you wouldn't have that career. You wouldn't have that job. You wouldn't have those children. You wouldn't have that home. But can you take some time for my Jesus? 
he's still there. The noise quiets down in life. He's still there. When the confusion and chaos is there, he's still there trying to set rhythm, to set pace, to set the tempo. He wants to be the conductor. He wants to be your drum major. He wants to be your metronome. He wants to be the thing that sets the pace for your life. He is your creator. And the creation never tells the creator how the creation will be used. Lord, help me, God, to slow my life down enough to hear you. Father God, help me to free up some time that you gave me to spend with you. You didn't have to wake me up this morning. The least thing I could do is sit down and hear what you have to say. Matter of fact, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this week, God. I need you to say something to me. I'm so busy, Lord, with all these things. Watch this. I thought you wanted me to do. Martha was serving Jesus, but even that wasn't more important than sitting at his feet. Today, today, if you want to be in rhythm, listen. Listen. Turn the TV off. Put your phone down. Listen. You don't have to have anything. Just open your ears and listen. See, the struggle for most of us is that that when it gets that quiet, we don't know what to do. We start thinking about all the, our mind gets louder and louder. But God says, try to focus and listen. All we want to do is get down at the feet of Jesus. All we want to do is find out what he has to say. Living our life. Closing your eyes to help you hear better. Closing your eyes will even help you see better. Because now you have to see what he says and not the reality around you. Lord, help me to be in rhythm. I don't want to be Martha, Lord. I don't want to be so busy that I miss you. I don't want to be so consumed with my life's dreams and goals that I miss your presence right now. Because your greatest present was your presence. Because all I need is you. Heavenly Father, help us, God, to humble ourselves Put aside what we think is important and put aside the things we want and desire. Lord, help us, Jesus, to listen to you. You have a plan for our life. You have a a pace that works best for us. God, you have a dream. 
that works best for us. Help us, God, to hear your voice. Help us, God, to to study your word, to know your voice. Lord, you've been too faithful to us for us not to take some time out to be faithful to you. God, we ask that you would bless every person under the sound of my voice. Lord, this is our posture, Lord. Waiting on you. Not giving you direction. Not, not, not giving you a to-do list, Lord. But Lord, simply saying, speak sit down your glory give us your word give us your desire give us the tempo give us the beat God let our heart beat as yours does Lord let our walk Lord be as yours Lord Lord. let our lives Lord live out like yours Lord we want people to see you say hey he must be a child of the king he walks like him he, she talks like him she lives like him God we just simply want to be in rhythm quietly patiently waiting on just a word from the master God we love you we bless you Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to learn more about the ministries of New Hope Church, please stop by one of our six campuses anytime or visit us online at www.newhopenc.org. If you would like to financially support the movement of New Hope, you can do so by clicking on the e-giving link at the bottom of our homepage. We hope you will join us next week. God bless and thank you for being part of our church family.